0: This episode is sponsored by Acuity, our 2018 software of choice. Acuity Scheduling is your online assistant working 24-7 to fill your schedule. No more phone tag. Clients can quickly view your real-time availability and self-book their own appointments and even pay online and reschedule with a click. Handle all of your forms before the appointment so you can get right to doing the massage you do best look and act professional by offering convenient scheduling to your clients that matches your brand and your voice. Customer support is a delight and Acuity Style will help you relax and have fun running your business again. Check out the special 45-day free offer at massagebusinessblueprint.com slash acuity.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to the Massage Business Blueprint Podcast, where we discuss the business side of massage therapy. I'm Michael Reynolds. And I'm Alyssa Haynes. And we're your hosts today. Hello everybody. Happy holiday season.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. Like we're in it now.
1: We're, we're t- in it.
0: Totally in it. How was it your Thanksgiving?
1: Uh, it was very tame. Nothing nice. um, I had pumpkin pie, which is like, as long as I have a lot of pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving, that's my check mark to say success. So I, had, I ate half a pumpkin pie all by myself so
0: nice dude. well
1: done michael how was yours
0: it was very mellow we did our bagel bar with like salmon and cream cheese and the kids loved it and um
1: i know i love seeing your dinner spread it was so great
0: <laughs> and um, to be clear the kids did not eat salmon and cream cheese and i didn't actually eat cream cheese either because i can't but uh, everybody got <laughs> a bagel of their choosing and we um it was great. I mean, like the last bite had been eaten and the kids were like, so we're going to put up Christmas decorations. So we did that. I, know, and we I watched- saw
1: that. Your Christmas tree <laughs> looks amazing. <laughs>
0: it's so- and, the- and the kids like really did decorate all of it. So it was really nice. Cool. And um, yeah, and we watched Elf, which was really nice. Oh, and then Elf. the little one, yeah, the little one all weekend was like, just wanted to watch every Christmas movie and show on. So we've just immersed ourselves in the holiday situation and i am so delighted to be back, back working today
1: <laughs> have you <laughs> watched five the, days at home. yeah have you watched the christmas chronicles movie that came out on thanksgiving with no. uh, kurt russell
0: oh no but i heard it i told somebody told me to watch it so, it's a good so one is i liked it, that it. Good? it's very funny okay. it's, it's entertaining right.
1: for both kids and adults so noted I, I i'm gonna talk one. him into it yeah
0: <laughs> all right What are we uh, talking about today, Michael?
1: Our topic today is making the best virtual impression.
0: Oh yeah. So oh, this yeah. is I know it used to be like so this is kind of for students, but really it's for everyone. And there's a whole lot of reasons why we're inspired to cover this today, but mostly because I am always looking for massage therapists in my area and often in areas near me uh for certain clients. And somebody the other day was like, hey, somebody like across the country was like, Do you know any massage therapists uh in you know South Shore area of Boston? And I looked and looked and like mortified by what I saw, and but also by just like a total vacancy, a void of um, online presence for massage therapists in that particular area. So this is relevant to students, people who are going to be starting a career in massage, but really for everyone, because even if you think you've got a good online presence, you might need a little brush up on some of these things. Because it used to be that, you know, your first impression as a massage therapist was like, you wanted to be wearing clean clothes, and you wanted to have trim nails, and a good handshake, and a good business card and that was it and that's not the case anymore now nowadays most people that you meet are going to know you by the first impression that you made on the internet when they were searching for your name if they had met you or if they had somebody had passed a card along to you to them your card along to them is what I'm trying to say Um, or if they googled massage in your town name because they were looking for something and most first impressions are virtual ones now they happen in cyberspace so it's a very different situation and we have to just like you know you consider it practicing your digital handshake so the first thing you want to know is what happens when people type your name into the Google search bar what comes up on that first page and you want to do this a couple of different ways you want to um, well, Michael, actually, let me let me throw this to you and ask you what are the steps someone has to to go through to get an accurate like Google search results of their name and or their business name?
1: When you say could you clarify, When you say an accurate search results, what
0: uh, So like clarify? just like what anyone else would get versus what they get from their browser oh, maybe. Oh,
1: gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so the best way it, to do that yeah. is with an incognito window. Um, or a private browsing window. So every browser has the option to open what's called a private browsing window. And that will assign you out of everything. It will kind of mask your location and, and browsing data. And that should give you a fairly objective view. Great.
0: So you want to open a private browsing we do, window. Pardon me. On Google, it's called Incognito. I think in Mo, Mozilla, it's just called Private Browsing. Yeah, but a- uh, your, your browser definitely has one. So you want to open that up and you want to search your name. And you want to search your name in conjunction with the word massage or maybe in conjunction with your town name. Ditto this for your business name. And you want to see what comes up. Now, for me, this is like, easy it's a no-brainer because the first couple things that come up are my massage website because I've been working on that for a long time but if you're new uh, or if you don't if you've been around a long time but you don't have a massage website you're going to get a lot of other things you'll probably get some random listings like if you've had a business for a while uh, of like massage business listings that pop up with or without your help or enrollment you might have uh, if sometimes if you you type in my name, um, you'll just get a link to like my Facebook a personal profile. Uh, you could get any of a variety of things, but what you want to make sure is that what's popping up looks good, that it's a good first impression. If you t- someone types in your name because they heard about you, and it brings them to your Twitter profile, which is uh, a variety, or, or like it brings them to your I'm say Instagram, um, and it brings them to a whole bunch of your Instagram pictures of you getting hammered at your cousin's wedding, that's probably not the best impression that you wanna be sending. Or your Twitter profile that is full of uh, really lewd jokes, not, not the best first impression. I think it's obvious where I'm going here. The important thing here is to understand is that you want whatever comes up in that search bar to be respectable a decent online presence so that your absurd twitter history or other things that might be connected to your name fall away at the bottom and no one will ever see them and this is a thing that can happen over time and you can make i'll show it we'll talk about how to make this all better if you've got a terrible online presence um, in a few minutes but that's what you want to do Um, yeah so before we jump into social media and email stuff I think that kind of covers the general browser bit. Michael, do you have anything to add there?
1: No, no, it's a good start. I know you're going to hit some more stuff later. So after halftime, I'm sure there will be more detail.
0: All right. What are we talking about today at halftime, Michael?
1: Our halftime sponsor is – are you ready? I'm ready. Are you sure?
0: Do it. Jojoba! Yay! And what I really, really, really want everyone to know is that jojoba is not an oil. It is just Jojoba, it is a liquid wax ester akin to the esters in your skin, and Jojoba Company is the only company in the world that carries 100% pure, first-pressed quality jojoba. Other companies will try to squeeze as much as they possibly can from the seed. The Jojoba Company does a light pressing, what they call a first press on the seed. They don't get as much in quantity, but it is by far the highest quality jojoba you are going to get anywhere. Yay, made happily here in New England, I'll just say. I think in Maine. It is non-allergenic, so it's safe to use on all of your clients with nut allergies and any other kind of allergy. allergy. It is non-comedogenic. It means it won't claws pore, clog pores, oh, I'm struggling here, and it does not go rancid, so it can get hot and cold and hot and cold again, and it won't get gross. You can learn more about jojoba at massagebusinessblueprint.com slash jojoba, that's J-O-J-O-B-A, to learn more about the jojoba company, Jojoba. Did I miss anything, Michael?
1: No, just love jojoba. And don't okay. forget to, uh, it doesn't, uh, like when it's cold, uh, just bring it back to a warm environment, it'll re-liquify and it's good as new word or advice for the winter uh,
0: <laughs> so i keep all of my like overstock supplies in a closet that gets really cool so um and usually stays really cool so my home is like partially solid all year round anyway whatever it's fine <laughs> um all right back to your your virtual handshake your virtual identity and first impression as a massage therapist Social media man, like I said, sometimes searching just for your name uh, will bring up your social media profiles, but what if someone actually goes to Facebook, or what if one of your friends is trying to refer you to another friend because they need a massage therapist, and then that potential referral goes to your Facebook profile? Now, even if they're not connected as a friend, have you really locked down what people you're not friend-connected with, and even people you are friend-connected with, can see? social media is awesome it gives you the opportunity to connect one with other massage therapists all around the world with a network um, and a community which is great for building a career it can really help you uh, feel the support of community in a career where otherwise you can often feel very isolated and also like there's social media is fantastic for watching you know looking at pictures of cats in bags and and different um, containers which they love to do I am a big fan of such videos. But it's also a world of first impressions. So you might be very proud of your your new abs if you've been working out and lifting and crunching like crazy. But it might not be appropriate for a potential client to see lots of photos of you in your bikini or uh, drinking your health shake. And also, again, lots of pictures of you in a casual place at your co- cousin's wedding. If you... So you want to be mindful. You've got to kind of log out of all your social media accounts and kind of stalk yourself or stalk yourself through a friend's profile. Ask them for a little help. See what's available to the public. See what's available only to your friends and family. Do you need to, no matter what you do on Facebook, your profile picture and your cover photos are usually available for most people to see, at least your current ones. Are they decent? Do you care? Do you need to operate your business under a name that is you know different from your actual person name so that never the two should meet although there's always going to be crossover because your name's going to be on your bio page and your clients obviously need to know your name do you need to change over your social media accounts so that they don't have your real and or full name on them Uh, or can you simply project a more appropriate presence on your social media and or lock it down really tight Anything else, anything to add on about social media there Michael? You
1: no, know, some networks like Facebook for example let you view as someone else or view as the public I think so you don't you don't actually have to log out you can actually just kind of use that setting and see how your profile looks from the outside too.
0: Yeah, you, not Quick all tip. of the networks have those and also um I don't know if you've tried to do that lately, Michael. I actually do that fairly frequently. It's not an option anymore because that was a, uh, on Facebook, at least, or oh. they or they moved it, and I don't know because it was a security issue. That was part of the security issues they had a couple months ago with Facebook, um, where it turned out like hackers could go like look at profiles in a certain I don't know. That feature became an issue.
1: Oh, you're right. I don't see it anymore. Well, yeah. I am out of the loop on that. Good call. Hey, Thanks. I,
0: I knew like a techie thing that you didn't. Oh, look at that. Two points to me. Two points. Um, So meanwhile, while we're talking about all this stuff online, this is slightly different. I'm going to veer into email because it's a thing that many of us didn't realize and also could just, even if we did realize it at some point, we probably need a spiff up. It's really, really easy to overlook email. When you compare it with all the other ways that people connect on the internet, it's kind of antiquated. But it's not. It's still a really vital form of communication. So this is really true for massage therapists who are looking for employment. um, But also, if you're communicating with potential clients or referral partners via email, you want to up your game a little bit. So the first thing is like your email address. And I've honked this horn before, but like you want to make sure that you have an appropriate email address. So like fuzzybunny22, you know, at Hotmail is not an appropriate email address to be communicating with potential clients or referral partners. So even if you're not at the stage of your career, even if you're a student still, or you're working for someone else or whatever, if you don't have a custom email, like mine is Alyssa at haynesmassage.com. It's got that custom, my website is my email address thing going on. Even if you don't have that, you want to have some something appropriate, you know, Alyssa Haynes at gmail.com. And I'm, I'm lucky that I have a, a rare spelling and stuff of my name. So that's not hard. And I understand that if your name, you know, is Karen Murphy, which is, you know, pretty common, you're going to have to come up with something else. But you you should really have an email address that is not funny or casual. It should be something very clearly professional and kind of boring. Sorry. You want to remember too that if you are emailing people, you don't want to be using text speak or shortened language. You want to be using full words and punctuation. It doesn't have to be eloquent, but it needs to be proper if you want to make a good impression. Even if the person you're communicating with is using like excessive smiley faces and the letter U instead of spelling out Y-O-U, you should be responding in a slightly more professional manner it's just part of your virtual handshake i promise you i sound like an old fogey but it it really does matter and you also want to kind of remember your email signature line and i'm totally going to make michael on the spot tell us michael what's an email signature line and what should be in it
1: <laughs> sure an email signature is the Kind of credit the bottom of your emails, So it's usually you can make it automatic. So whatever email program you're using like Gmail or whatever um, It'll automatically populate and it's kind of just a way of um, Professionally signing off on your emails and it usually contains your name your title your business name your phone number um, website address uh, maybe any credentials you have so one big pet peeve of mine is when email signatures do not contain phone numbers. Now, in some businesses, you don't need a phone number, but in a like a bigger business or something where a phone is a kind of a regular thing, um, it always bugs me when I'm emailing back and forth and we want to do a phone call and they don't have their phone number listed in their email signature. Always bugs me. So if you are the type of business that, you know, you take phone calls for clients, then definitely include that as well.
0: And, and like, I don't really take phone calls from clients and I still have my phone number in that email address because... It, it, it's helpful every so often there's something that needs to be handled by phone and I or especially like if a, if a client is coming to my office for the first time and we've been emailing uh, they might at the last minute have trouble getting to me or be struggling with my address or whatever so in my email signature line it says Alyssa haynes massage therapist and it's got my office address including the zip code which matters because people might need to find your office and a zip code can be helpful and my phone number and my website address and note one thing that it does not have because i see this a lot it doesn't have my email address
1: yeah you don't need because that it's,
0: because <laughs> it's in my email and yet i have had people like ask me my email address in an email <laughs> So, bless their heart. I think we're probably past that point of uh, internet newness, but um, hopefully, but every so often it happens. But no, you do not need your email address in your email signature. You might want to rethink, like, there's a lot of people who will embed a certain quote at the end of their email. Like, note that whatever you put in there is setting an impression as well. So, it might be fine or it could be a bit much. Um, I personally can't stand it when I get like business emails from people and they have some philosophical quote in the bottom of it. I find it super annoying. Like I have enough to read. Please don't make me look at this quote at the bottom of your email. But whatever, that's just me. That's my pet peeve. If that's your jam, then rock on.
1: You're kind of curmudgeon though.
0: I am so curmudgeon-y. Um, yeah, but that said, you don't have any fancy quotes at the bottom of your email, do you?
1: No, I actually used to, but then I thought they I decided they were not my thing either. So I I stopped doing it years ago.
0: Thank goodness.
1: (laughs) You're welcome.
0: (laughs) So yeah, just to kind of wrap this up. Everybody has a story about walking into a job interview and bumbling like a moron. Um, no, there's nothing seamless in the world. Like you're just, you're going to have issues and no one is immaculately professional and nobody can really even decide a definition of professionals, especially for massage therapists. So don't overstress, but do take a few of these steps to really clean it up. Um, if someone is really determined to to find some dirt on you, they are going to find that picture of you Half naked and just whatever, stoned out of your gourd on a beach somewhere. But you can, there are things you can do that we have mentioned above to minimize that. And I just want to make note here uh, my personal little pet peeve that, oh my gosh, get a website, people. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably like (laughs) one of those massage therapists who's a little closer to this not so cutting edge of the internet. But Good grief! Like, uh, just trying to find a massage therapist in the South Shore of Boston was ridiculous. And I even posted in a massage in a, a massage discussion group for Massachusetts therapists, and I got like two replies. And their websites weren't real websites. I thought I, I literally was like, uh, "If you practice in this area, could you leave me a link to your website? I might have a referral for you." And two people posted, one person, it was like the most weird, strange third-party website like through, actually, I think it was like through NCB or something, but it was so strange. They didn't actually say like what their full name was, where their office was. There was no, like, I just, I, I just couldn't find a darn massage therapist like in Boston, people. It's ridiculous. Um. So it just, I'm still startled and shocked and dismayed by the number of massage therapists who don't have websites at all. And then the, just the onslaught of terrible low quality ones. The best way to spiff up your online presence is to have a decent website, which is not that hard to do with one of the DIY builders, at least to get you started. So I don't know, I guess we'll have to do a whole other stick on that, but Um, Yeah, that's the best way to clean up your online presence is to make it so that your website pops up closer to the top above your the link to your Facebook profile. So let us know how that turns out. If you do some Googling on yourself, uh, if you do a little stalking through your own social media profiles, let us know how that goes. If you were dismayed by something and are having trouble fixing it, let us know that too. You can comment under this podcast at the website, massagebusinessblueprint.com podcast and find this uh, episode, which is episode number nine, three. 193. Thank you, Michael. Or you can email us at podcast at massage business blueprint.com and we'll answer you, Michael. That email goes to both Michael and I. And um, sometimes we fight over who gets to answer them. Sometimes <laughs> we fight doesn't. over who has to answer them.
1: <laughs> or who doesn't want to.
0: <laughs> rarely. That's rarely. Random.
1: We're usually clamoring to answer them. So yeah. um, I'm yeah, done. a lot of this comes down to paying attention to details also. I mean, little stuff like when you, when you set up your email program, um, you know, instead of putting just your first name in all lowercase in the name field, put your full name with proper capitalization. Make it look professional. When you fill your email signature, make it look professional. Make the details look good. When you set up your Facebook or your LinkedIn profile or Twitter or whatever, put your real name there and make it look professional. Proper capitalization, you know, credentials, LMT after it, whatever. Make it. I mean, a lot of this is just paying attention to little details and just being aware. I'm starting to box yeah. so I'm going to stop because. <laughs> we
0: could go on about this for a while, yeah. but it is super important. So I hope that you got something out of this. Yeah,
1: right on. And honestly, that's, I mean, I'm going to say something probably controversial. I'm probably going to offend some people by saying this, but this is why I'm convinced that a lot of the big massage chains are doing better than some of the independent practitioners because like the massage is the elements of the, you know, they have a professional website and when people Google massage and they look for places to get a massage, they find those places. They have a website that has lots of information about the services. It makes them feel comfortable and they can book and it's really easy to book. I mean, like this is not difficult, you know, to understand. And so you're right. If you have a great website, you are automatically competing positively with the other, um, practitioners out there and the bigger chains that also have a great website. So it's kind of a barrier to entry. This kind of minimum level of, you know, you just have to have this to compete online.
0: You really do. And, you know, if you're not sold on websites this, anyway, this probably isn't the best podcast for you. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm so tired. <laughs> ah,
1: the holiday season where we lose half our listeners because <laughs> we go out of rants and soapboxes. Although we did have, get some feedback recently from someone who said, hey, Alyssa and Michael, I love your political rants, so please keep them coming. So there is always a flip side. So There is, although to, uh, for everyone – For every I... Smitty out there who hates our political rants, there's someone else who likes them. So, hey, there's that.
0: And there hasn't been one in a while, and I don't anticipate any coming up. So there's that.
1: Oh, there you go way to get in the Christmas spirit. All right. So with that, we will wrap it up there. Thanks everybody for joining us today. We appreciate you being a listener. Our website as always is massagebusinessblueprint.com. And as Alyssa mentioned earlier, uh, you can always email us at podcast at massagebusinessblueprint.com. So thanks again for joining us today. Have a great day and we'll see you next time.
0: Bye.